Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. I'm talking about 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is January 25th, Wednesday, the fourth week of this year. So we're going to see what we're going to do. Um, we got uh, four positions. One we carried, oh wait a minute, two we carried over from last week, and two we picked up this week. And we had a whole bunch more companies that are writing up their dividend in two weeks. So let's see what those numbers look like. Just in case, one of them sounds good. Now, I am just about all invested. Okay, Almost all my money is tied up in the four positions that I have. But I do have a few bucks. Maybe something might kick in or maybe someone might like something else that's up on the list. Before we do anything, let's take a look at our four positions and see how they are. First one on the list, alphabetical order, as usual, ADM. Now, ADM, for the last 30 days. Now, if you guys are new to this, I always look, before I buy anything, always look at the one-year chart first. Look at the 90-day chart quickly and then the 30-day chart. Now, the 90-day chart is not as important as the 30-day chart because the 30-day chart gives me an idea of what the current market is doing. Okay, now remember, we're only into these positions for four or five days, and that's it. If we have to carry them over to, the, to another week, okay, yeah, so it's a little bit more. So the 30 days is more important than the one year. The one year gives you an idea of where the stock had performed over the last 52 weeks. Now, another important chart to look at is the seasonality chart. Now, I've said this over and over and over again. The seasonality chart is one year on top of another, on top of another, on top of another. Give you the average movement of the company on a 10-year performance level. Okay, so what has, excuse me, what has it done in the last 10 years? Now, most of the companies I, I invest in are close to 100 years old. So the last 10 years is like one-tenth of their movement. So if you think about it, Coca-Cola makes Coca-Cola, and that's basically all they do. So I'm pretty sure that next year and the year after, they're going to be doing the exact same thing. So if you come to work every day and you do the exact same thing over and over and over again, kind of monotonous and repetitive, it's a good idea you'll have some kind of clue what's going to happen next year at the same time. Okay, not much happens, but, but that's kind of a good thing because it gives us predictability and consistency, which when you get to a certain age, hey, that's very freaking appealing. Consistency and repetitiveness and um, nice little fun stuff like that. Okay, so ADM, we looked at the 30-day chart, which looked pretty good. And the seasonality looks absolutely phenomenal uh, right up until the middle of April. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great all the way throughout the year. You know, you buy it in January, you sell it in December, and, and you're bound to do well. But it does have a pullback from April to July, then another escalation from July to, what is that? November, then from November through the end of the year, it just basically goes sideways. So why subject myself to that? I mean, granted, yes, there's some appreciation, but 
if I'm getting 50 to 60% per year consistently on the strategy I'm using, why would I deviate from it? That's all I'm saying. Okay, so the first weeks of the year, all the way up, like I said, until April, this thing has a nice accumulation to the upside. So I like that. And that makes a good one for me. So let's go jump in. take a look at our ADM trade. Now, we jumped into ADM, ADM at 83.70. All right. So I bought it at 83.70. I sold some of the right to buy it for me at 85 for a buck 10. Is it really going to go above 85? Well, it's at 85.77 now. So I already collected the $1.10 premium. All right. And if it stays where it is, 85.77 for the rest of the month, I mean, for the rest of the week, sorry. Was that today, tomorrow, and Friday? Three days? It could. Is it guaranteed? No, it's not guaranteed. But it could. All right. And that's all I really care. Now, ADM is one of those companies that increased more than 25 years consecutively, increasing their dividend payment. So it's a good company. So I really don't mind owning it for the long haul. But I'd rather just collect my little premium and get on out. So as it stands so far, I collected the 110 already. And if it stays where it is, I'm going to collect another dollar and thirty cents per share. Do I really care about the dividend that's coming up? What is the dividend for ADM? Forty cents. Do I really care about that forty cent dividend if I can get you know, two bucks? Hell no. Okay. Let's take a quick look at Ford. Oh, Ford, I love Ford. I've had it for a while. And yes, I've collected quite a bit of dividend, quite a bit of dividends and premiums on Ford. Now, let's take a quick look at the last 30 days for Ford. All right. Last 30 days, we have 30 day low at $10.90. Come on, even your local babysitter can buy some of these, they're so cheap. But that was the low, and that was. Um, 30 days ago, or a little bit more than 30 days ago. And from there, it goes up. Beautiful escalation to the high, which is two weeks late. It goes from the low of the 30-day period to the high of the 30-day period in just two weeks. Do I care? No, not really. You get your profit-taking, retracement, blah, 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 all that crap that normally happens when you get a high, you're going to have profit-taking. It's just the way it is. So you get your profit-taking, resettle back. Now we're sitting at 1274 now, I got into um, Ford at twelve seventy two. Okay, now I sold someone the right to buy it from me two weeks ago, in fourteen cents a share. Um, I sold the right for someone to buy it from me last week for I think it was twelve cents a share or thirteen. One of the other, I really don't remember. Now this week, I dropped my. Strike price from the $13 strike price to the 12 and a half strike price because I basically want to be done and over with Ford because they're paying their dividend this Friday. So I sold the premium for $12 for, for $2. Hold on a second. I sold the $12.50 premium. Uh, market just opened. I sold the $12.50 call for a 22 cent premium. So you add the premium. To the call price. So 22 cents plus a 12.50, you come up with your 
sale price. That's what I end up selling it for if it stays above 250. And that would be 1270.72, which is kind of weird because that's exactly what I paid for it. So here's the thing. I bought it for 12.72 three weeks ago. I collected a premium, which is 40% higher than the dividend. I collected another premium, what was 20 or 30% higher than the dividend. And then this Friday, I am going to collect the dividend and be called out and then be back into cash on Monday. And you know what? I'm perfectly okay with that. Instead of collecting a 10 cent dividend, I'm collecting a 10 cent dividend and 27 cents of premium, which is 170% more than the dividend itself. So if you're a dividend investor, you're getting 10 cents. Now, I'm a dividend investor and I'm getting 170% more than you are. That's nuts. I'm collecting the dividend and 127, 170% more. To me, it's just a no-brainer, but what do I know? INTC is next on the list. Now, INTC is that funny story where my, my laptop battery was dying and I and I missed out on a nice little profitable, possible profit. Let's say possible profit. Okay. So let's take a look at the last 30 days. For Intel. Now, we have a 30-day low, which was... 30 days ago, that was 25.50. Now, from there, beautiful escalation up to a high two weeks ago at $30.38. That was on the 12th of January, the middle of middle of the month. But since then, we had profit taken, found a new bottom here, 28.30, no, 28.22, somewhere in that area. And then she jumps up again to hit a 30-day high. 3049, which is very close to what it was, you know, two weeks ago. But a little bit of retracement, so she's sitting at 2992. Now, where am I with Intel? Okay. So, Intel, I got it 2945. All right. Now, I only collected 10 cents a share last week. So that was like almost a complete disaster. Not a complete disaster, but, you know, not the greatest in the world because dumb shit here didn't have a full battery while trading in bed and didn't feel like getting up. By the time I got up, the values of the premium dropped to a point where not very favorable. Don't get me wrong, I sold them anyway and collected 10 cents a share. I mean, hey, money's money, and I'm only looking to get a thousand dollars a week. And two hundred bucks is, well, two hundred bucks. It's twenty percent of my goal. All right. So this week, I sold a twenty-nine and a half, which is twenty-nine dollars and fifty cents. Remember, I bought it for twenty-nine dollars and forty-five cents. Now, for someone to buy them from me at twenty-nine fifty, I collected one dollar and four cents per share, which is. 2,088 bucks, 2,008 bucks. Okay, I can deal with that. All right, so I brought my goal in just from Intel. All right, now, last on the list is Visa. 
Now, Visa, we did a covered call on this one right off the bat. It was, it was, we didn't buy them and then sell them. We just did straight to the covered call. Now, this is what it's going to look like for the last 30 days for Visa. We got a 30-day low at 202.13. Now, 202.13 to present, that was 30 days ago at 202.13. Now, he had a high. Now, I'm going to give you the high that is not a weird one, okay? High is 226.20. Now, we had an, what is called an anomalyptic high. It's an anomaly. It doesn't happen, and it probably, probably only the Democrats grabbed this high, which was um, 250. And how long did it go at 250? Probably only like a second or two. Probably it's only like one trade for someone to sell it at 250. And it's so freaking huge. And there's not even any huge volume. Okay? There's not mega volume to get that 250. No. It's an anomaly. It doesn't happen. I can almost guarantee almost nobody got that 250 yesterday. And she opened up at 222, right? And had a low of 216. And it closed at 223. So where the hell did that 250 come from? That is not a normal number. Now, I've noticed that a couple of stocks have that weird-ass huge candle wick to the upside. Now, that's not normal. That, I can almost guarantee, not everybody got. You know, because if I had saw that, if I had seen that, I would have bailed. You know, that is a, um, let me think, 220 250 that's $30 and $30. That's a nice movement for one day, but I guarantee you, like, how did anybody got that that price? Hey, that's that's neither here nor there. Anyway, she's sitting at $223.89 at this moment in time. And what did we do? Okay, I bought it at $224.73. Okay, and I sold someone the right to buy it for me at $225. And for that proof, it got an outrageous four dollars and fifty-five cents per share. You know, they're worth three ninety at the moment, so it's actually still a good freaking deal. Okay, Visa is a still a good deal if you buy it at the market two twenty-three, sell the two twenty-five, and still collect almost four dollars in premium. And you only got what three days left to go. All right, that's neither here nor there. Okay, so those are the positions that we had. Let's jump in and see what else we have available. Now, we looked at AEP, SPGI. We looked at, let's look at ExxonMobil. All right, they're paying 88 cents. XOM. Okay, so Exxon. I think we looked, we already looked at Exxon yesterday. Yeah, we did. That was one of those anomalies again. Where this, really? Okay, now I'm going to give you the numbers here, and you let me know if this sounds like something ain't stirring the Kool-Aid. All right. Monday opened up at 113.64. Now, this thing has a beautiful escalation in the last 30 days. We had a 30-day low of about 103, and it's like beautiful escalation right up to the high of Monday, which was 114.59. Now, here you go. Explain this to me. 
in a manner in which I'll understand. There's no huge volume, so there's no discrepancies in, in volume why I did that. So Tuesday, okay, it's normally trading at 113, okay? Tuesday, she opens up at 99.23. I mean, this gap down is freaking huge on the chart. If you're looking at the 30-day chart, the gap down on Tuesday morning, that is not normal. Somebody knew something, okay? Somebody was allowed to buy that at 99.23. I would like to see the day chart. You know what? Let's take a quick look. Just for the fun of it. X O M. All right. Last ten. I can isolate the last ten days. That's that's the closest I can get with the charting software that I have. Okay, so. It's not telling me a whole heck of a lot. Opened up 99.30 something. Where the heck is the volume? I would like to, I would love to see the, the, you know, the, the five minute chart on this one for, for Tuesday. All right, I'm wasting time here. This is nothing really has to do with me. I'm just saying that that's a freaking anomaly. That doesn't normally happen. Okay. Quickly. Let's take a look at DCI into the trade grid. DCI monthly bypass that one. EMI, we're gonna look at that. IBM, okay. IBM. No, IBM they increased their payments to shareholders for more than 25 years. They've been in business for a very long time. Everybody knows them, household name. Started out a year ago today at 131.43. Now, this is basically what you call a sideways company. Uh, trading between 120 and 145 all year. You know, just sideways. Okay, so that's what they were a year ago. They had a low back in November, October? Yeah. The middle of October, it had a low of 115.45. The... Beginning of December had the high of 153. Okay, so go from the low to the high in about 40 days. From that, you get your profit taking. <clears throat> Something stuck in my throat. Get your profit taking going sideways. We're sitting at, so let's take a look at the last 30 days. We had a 30 day low at 138.62. 30 day high. That 30 day low was 30 days ago. Beautiful escalation up to the high, which was last Monday, and that was 147.18. From there, you get your profit taking, gaps down, um, settled into 141 at this moment in time. Quickly take a look at seasonality, see where this thing's going to go. Well, not going to go, but usually goes this time of year. Okay, I can deal with this, but this is something you need to pay attention to if you're going to jump into this. We have a nice uptick right to the second week of February. After the second week of February, this thing tanks. Not huge, but tanks. So you can get into IBM, 
140 of 141.12. That's kind of a big spread. That is a big spread for a stock that has this kind of volume. Okay, so at the 141.12, you could sell the 141. So you buy it at 141.12, which is the market price at this moment in time. You could sell the 141 for 350 a share. Now remember, they got the dividend coming up in two weeks. In a little bit, let's go back to the 30-day uh, chart. She's going to go sideways at the moment, at this moment. So what's she going to do in the next two or three days? I really don't know. But seasonality, normally, it goes up this time of year. So it normally goes up this time of year. Um, right after the dividend, they have a tendency to drop. So you have a, two weeks. Jump in, grab this, get out. I mean, look at it. Jumping in at 140, giving someone the right to buy it from me for basically the same amount of money you paid for it, and you're getting close to 2%. That's 2%. Because um, 140 would be 1%. 2% would be 280 but you're getting 3%. That's more than 2%. That is a good one. All right. I'm not saying to buy it. I'm just saying that is a good one. All right, so that's that. That's IBM, PH, Parker, Hennepin. We looked at that. We looked at Siri. We looked at Visa, WTRG. That is a monthly. ABC is a monthly. Granger, we looked at MSA. Okay, those are all monthlies. Okay, now monthlies, basically you just buy the stock 10 days prior to the EX date. Okay, then you add the upcoming dividend. In this instance, ABC, you'd buy it at the market open, which let's go see what the market open is for ABC. No, that would be for Friday. Today would be Exxon, SPGI, EAP, because today's Wednesday, 10 days prior to, would be these three. Let's quickly take a look at AEP. AEP. Is at 92.70 at this moment in time. Let's take a look at the big chart. AEP. All right, still have more sellers than buyers. Now, AEP into the live chart. That was that was uh, what do you call it? What, what data? Market watch. AEP. AEP. There we go. Okay, I got 83 cent dividend paying two weeks from today. Now, so we want to take a look at this to give you a rough idea. It opened up at 92.44. So the opening price, 92.44, you add the 83 cents into that. And that would give you, uh, what, the 92.44, 93, off the top of my head, 92.57, somewhere in that area. So just look and see if it, when it hits 92.57, that would be your exit price, and boom, you get your dividend equivalents. And how long is it going to take to get there? Usually, it only takes a day or two or three, max. But you can hold it right up to the dividend, collect the dividend, jump on out, and sell it for the same amount or, or less, or more. Sorry. Okay, so I'm past my 10 minutes, actually 23. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk.
brought to you by The 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks. And those are companies that have increased for more than 25 years their dividend payments to their shareholders consecutively, consistently, and predictably. I love it. Anyway, have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.